Live. Live on. Live on set. And welcome to another episode of Live on Set. Live on Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Joining me on set today is a friend of mine from elementary school, back from the days of our youth. But just connecting, it feels a little bit like I'm checking the box of friend and checking the box of people I meet along the way. But I'm so glad he's joining me on set. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me on set today, Brian Santiago. Brian, how's it going? Wow, that was that was like touched my heart the way you said that. <laughs> it's going good. It's going good, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And, you know, it was interesting because I was talking to you, you know, because I seemed interested, like to want to do it, you know, join join the show because I, I listened to live on set. And I was like, man, like this guy knows his stuff. And not only that, but like you, like you and Joey Nelson were just like, talking like just it was just like wow like i didn't i didn't realize that there's a different side to music like the audience's perspective you know because i'm a musician yeah i'm a mixer and and so i i'm i just know mainly from the artist side but when i was listening to you guys it's like wow like there's actually people out there that really truly appreciate music in a way that is like they it's not really studying but it's more like such a deep appreciation that they that you guys notice the details and you and, and you want to connect with the artists and and that's why i felt like i wanted to join your show um and and and, and talk to you because you know as as an aspiring art, artist myself i felt it would it would be really cool to have that exchange between your perspective and my perspective and kind of like seeing where that that goes so yeah no and thanks so much for saying that and coming on the show but also saying the uh, what you said about the episodes with Joey and I, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause like I said, we, th- we talked, we were, were, we were talking before we started and we both had to do some, some things travel related. And I, I came home cause I was going to have a sports episode today and I had to push things back and I recorded a solo one. And I was like, let me just talk about a couple of the episodes uh, so far from season three and then kind of prep kind of what the rest of the season is going to be like. And I, had so many thoughts that came into my head about stuff that Joey and I have talked about so many times before we even recorded. And we really only, we talked for like two hours one day and I just chopped it into three. And there's so many elements of music or, or people that we're fans of that we might've only said their name once or twice and didn't even dive fully deep into it. And it's crazy. And and I would not feel the way I feel about music or get as much as I get out of like going to a concert or seeing someone just play in the corner. If I go to get something to eat or, or go for like a drink on the weekends. And if it wasn't for meeting Joey and, and finding someone as a friend who was just so passionate about music and the whole just element of, of what music is to, to the world from, from a fan standpoint, it, it really kind of paved the way for that element, the music element of the show and of, of this podcast. So it's something that growing up, I've always been movies, 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 and it's really getting to that point now. And I think I've said it a couple of times on the show so far of kind of like movies always used, used to be number one for me. And now it's kind of like a one, a one B with movies and music. And, and Joey is a huge part of that. And in this show as well, just talking to people about, about music and the kind of the conversation that we'll get to have today, but yeah, no, thanks so much for listening. And thanks for coming. Yeah, and I want to like to shout out Joy Nelson too because you of know course. I went to high school with him, and I went to UCF, and I ran to him a couple of times, and we always kind of had an understanding. It felt like, like you know, like we were just chill with each other. Yeah, and I always really appreciated uh, that about him. We may or may not have had our differences. I don't know, but but like we had a understanding always. So, or at least most of the time. So, when I listened to you guys' show, and you know, it kind of inspired me. Like Joey kind of inspired me to want to also come on the show and and. And kind of play his role so yeah thank you, Joey, for, for going on the show and and your appreciation for music that runs so deep as an as a fan that i was like you were saying that you're willing to go to i forget was it was it kendrick you're willing to go to kendrick's show in tampa and orlando and in oregon and it's, it's, it's worth that yeah he was talking about tar the creator and, and that's what joey oh, does yeah. and and it would have been four like joey had tickets to bonnaroo he has a a group of people that he met, I think through UCF. 
but then other people that he's met over the years there that aren't local at all. And when Joey went out to Portland, I think that was when he was out there for work for a couple of years, his love of music really kind of got him in with, it was a way for him to kind of make friends. And uh, Tyler was someone who he was a fan of his music, obviously kind of in Orlando when we were at high school together and has followed him and his, his albums that have come out since he became a fan from day one. And he is just someone who just has so many friends all over that if there's an opportunity, if it works on like a weekend or it works for like work for him, he'll, he'll just go and see a show. And, and Tyler is just one of those people. And, and the other, and the big one for him is the band kiss, but then Tyler, uh, the creator for him is, I know is very special to him. And he was supposed to go to go to Bonnaroo and see them in, in September, but Bonnaroo was canceled. So, uh, he won't be able to see him unless Tyler plays some shows before the end of the year. I think he won't be able to see him until next spring, but I know <laughs> the wait will be, it'll be worth the wait for, for at least if talking about Joey, I guess it'll be worth the wait for him to see him next year. Yeah. I mean, the, the two things I got, I got one thing from him and one thing for you. The thing I got from him is I, I became inspired. Uh, well, obviously they come on the show, but yeah. But as an artist, I became inspired to want to go to shows. Like that's what he kind of helped me realize. It's like, like I can be a musician and I can be a mixer, but like, am I also a fan of other people's music because I truly support them? And and not only that, but like, then what I learned from you to go on to that is you said you said something like I was always kind of taught or raised like I haven't heard the best song yet, mm-hmm. and like like you're open to hearing the music and and since and since you you haven't heard the best song yet there's a sense of curiosity or intrigue or at least that's my perception of what you said yeah and i was like wow like that helps me so much because then it, it eliminates it eliminates any type of judgments and just allows me to focus on on the beauty of the music whatever that band may be right yeah, it's 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 something and I'm not sure if it's an open an open-minded thing, if it's like an optimism, optimistic sort of point of view about it, but it's it's something that I just have that mindset going in because I've had people overhype movies, I've had people overhype uh musicians or bands or things like that and I just to the point that if there's like a viral TV show or a movie that you're like you got to go, you got to go now, I'll wait time. Like I waited just like months and months and months for just so many different things. And, and so I didn't kind of have, just have like, like the general, like mass appeal in their opinion, kind of dictate if I should like a show or not, or, or like a band or something like that. So, but it's just something that I've kind of incorporated that mindset, I guess, when it comes to pop culture and it might've been something that I might've been the opposite of growing up, but now it's completely different. That mindset is, Something that, yeah, I, I just kind of going back on what I just said, kind of incorporated going into really sort of anything. Sports is difficult. I mean, because it depends on what team shows up that day. <laughs> but with with music and 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 uh, TV and, and and film, it's it's something that has been working as of late, and so we'll keep trying it. But we'll see. But when when it comes to our our conversation today and, and really music as a whole, I guess we'll start with that and just kind of have a couple of questions that kind of pave the way for the episode. So I, I guess my first question, Brian, is when it comes to music, when did you first start playing an instrument or were you always into music growing up? Like when we were friends growing up, let's, let's start there. So basically fourth grade, my dad is a singer. Like he, 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 he records his own, like he even recorded his own, he, basically ep mm-hmm. and actually i sung i sung a song too recorded professionally as well and fourth grade so i guess that's second grade actually second grade is the first time i got exposed to music mm-hmm. and uh, through his song and actually recording but the thing is is that i didn't understand music back then it was just kind of something that was shown to me and it was something like you know just something to do i didn't really see like i kind of connected to it but it wasn't really it was kind of vague for me still and then i move on to like fourth grade and you know it's just kind of something to do that my dad's like oh you should do this and i was like okay i'll try it out yeah um and i tried the trumpet and nice i enjoyed the trumpet it was it was it was an enjoyable instrument it was just the mouthpiece was so small, so it was like hard to kind of hard to play. Yeah, and I didn't know I, I didn't know that at the time, but it just kind of happened. And I took lessons from Holy Redeemer Catholic School, man. Yeah, back. 
and uh you know i did that for fourth and fifth grade and then in sixth grade i moved this i went to st charles and with mr Berker, he wanted me to or he, he showed me the baritone and he was like it's just a bigger trumpet and a bigger mouthpiece so it's easier and i was like okay i'll try it out so baritone is basically in between a trumpet which is more higher high pitch for for those who don't know and then a tuba so it's between a a, a tuba and a the trumpet, the baritone is in the middle. It's, it's technically low brass, so it kind of mm-hmm. gives that power, that punch, yeah, that you hear and because you hear you hear the trumpets pierce in the marching band, but you hear the the baritone give that that nice low mid low mids hits, and then the tuba really gives it the full full bass body that you need. So it's kind of like a team, yeah. And and so I really fell in love with that instrument, and then I took it all the way to to tenth grade. But uh, as I was doing that, I was also wrestling. So right. it came to a point. It came to a point where I wanted to join the drum line because I felt a resonance with the. I felt a certain type of way towards wanting to do that. And there was a big hype to join the drum line. But but uh, Mr. Barker, he was like, like we can't afford that. Like you're a key part of the low brass because you know I was basically going to be you know within a couple of years the captain of the low brass because he saw saw the potential in me. Yeah, and I just I didn't listen at the time. I mean, I, I kind of selfishly used, oh, I'm going to focus on wrestling. I can't do band anymore. And he told me, and I remember these words very clearly. He told me in his office, he was like, you know, you can wrestle five, 10 years maybe, but you can play music for life. And I just kind of like, I was like, yeah, whatever. But and then I left <laughs> band and I focused on wrestling full time because I was very serious about becoming a state champion. And 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 then i just lost touch with music but you know i still listen to a lot of music especially a lot of uh emo music and things like that so i kind of lost touch yeah and probably in college uh, probably sophomore year of college i just heard this drummer and i was sitting in the car with taylor harvey who you know as well yeah of course okay i was sitting in the back seat of the car and looking at the stereo console because I was in the middle seat, so I can see what they were playing. And they put on the song by Dance Gavin Dance, and and I just, I just like somehow I started hearing the drummer and, yeah. and the way the band played, and it was something I never heard before. It was just like one of those bands where I didn't know what was going to happen next mm-hmm. because there was no chorus in that song. There was no chorus, and most of their songs at that time didn't have a chorus it was just like an adventure yeah and 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 the drummer really spoke to me because i have a very uh i guess you could say like intense personality and a very active personality mm-hmm. so when i heard the drums it really i felt a, a very deep connection to it because it, it it just it's just the power of the band like in terms of just the backbone and i felt it the way he was drumming it's, it's like he it's like i felt understood like finally yeah someone understands me through the drumming and i didn't i didn't really i didn't understand why but i i i was so focused on his drums that entire i didn't lose track of anything it was like full attention the whole time and i never mm-hmm. had that happen to me like that before and from that moment on i was like i want to be a drummer and then i bought a drum set and then i was like and then i started practicing i started playing his covers and and things like that and, and and then I became obsessed with that type of music, with that band, because it really was an adventure. Like almost every song, I would just lay in bed and and have the stereo on and just be amazed and have no idea what's coming next. And that, that type of adventure kind of surprise factor and the fact that they were amazing musicians yeah the way there was so much depth the electric guitars there's two electric guitars pan right and left and and it just told the story and and they complemented each other and there was so much so much complexity and then the drums and the way he took charge of the band and, and really drove the band and then the, the singers like very uh, emotional and I, I also established an emotional connection with the music not only right. as an artist but so as an audi- uh, as an audience member an emotional connection and so from that point on i knew i wanted to do music i just didn't realize or know how that would happen and now it's coming full circle because now i'm about to release my first single 
yeah spotify uh on friday on october 15th and i'm really glad i'm here talking about it because it really helps puts things into perspective for me so yeah no I, and thanks for for talking about like what music means to you and where they, it kind of all began because that would have been kind of going on with what you were doing in school outside of school when we were classmates and when it comes to just certain bands clicking with someone like everyone might not have like your favorite song might not be from your favorite band or your favorite instrument might not be the one like you play and i think like a band finds you or a song finds you and i think it's more like that than you finding the band or you finding the song there's there's so many bands right there's so many bands and songs that it could just be me going for a walk one day and I hit shuffle on like a playlist or, or just a list of things that I might not listen to that much or ever. It could be just sitting somewhere like out uh, and, and I hear something and try to, I mean, what back in the day, like Shazam it, but just try to find out what it is or type in the lyrics and try to find the song if I can't. <laughs> or or it, it could be just as simple as going to meet up with friends and it's and it's like you're going to meet up with people and they're already playing music is, or excuse me, and music's being played at the place that they're at. And you show up when you get there and it's not even like the vibe of music that you are listening to at the time, or maybe it could be something that you haven't even really ex experimented or done the research on different elements of, of, of music or genres of music. And it's something that it's one of the most beautiful things about music as a whole, I, I think is what I've, as, as just a fan, just, that you don't need to listen to one genre. You don't need to like have one favorite thing. It's just something that music can provide so much and, and being kind of open-minded to it and not just like, I only like this. I only like this, like that just limits you. And, and no, this has been great. Like, or for, for that, how you kind of started the show. It's, it's something that when like, I'm trying to find something new, I try to, try like the opposite of what I just maybe musically, like what kind of phase I had just gone through or what's kind of in the mix kind of thing. And when it comes to uh, music, like I, that's just been my mindset, but let's, let's talk your music. Let's talk kind of, you've kind of posted some like teasers and stuff and you did send me the song uh, in advance. So I feel like getting the early preview, but uh, let's talk. I, I definitely want to talk about people without costumes and I want to talk about uh, why you wanted to start putting out music of your own. So let's, let's go from there. Well, the reason that I wanted to start putting out my own music of my own, mainly because I was in dental school at Ohio State University, and I thought that's what I wanted to do with my life. But then at some point I realized, and I started beginning to question, like, is this what I really wanted to do? You know, is this, who, is, can I see myself doing this for the rest of my life? Yeah. And it was a difficult question to answer because I couldn't really look myself in the mirror and give a clear answer. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like, there's, you know, so many influences, like, you know, what are people going to think? And, and what about student loans and things like that? And then I, I finally clicked when I asked myself, I was like, if I was the only person in the world, what would I do with my life? Mm -hmm. And the first answer that came to mind was music. It felt right. And I would do talent shows at the dental school with like, you know, an audience of 100 people, maybe 200 people, just, just peers and teachers and the dean of the school. And, and I would be on the drums. And, and, and every time the dean of the school would come to me, at the dental school would come to me and say, wow, you're really amazing on the drums. And we would win first every time. It, it, it was like the first time I felt like getting first place wasn't hard. Oh, wow. Wrestling. I didn't, I wasn't a state champ. I, I never was a state champ. And I, never, I felt like it was an impossible thing to do to become a state champ to win first place. But dentistry, I tried so hard to become a good dentist and it was, it felt so hard. But when I would go into these talent shows and play on the drums, either in a drum battle, which I did once, or with a band that I did twice, it was, mm -hmm. it was just so easy. Like it was so pure. And I would win first place without even trying. Mm -hmm. I remember looking, I remember with my ex-wife at the time, Christina, who's a different and now uh, basically i remember getting in the car at the talent show after we won first place and i was like man i wish i can do music i wish i could do music because because it's so it, it, i went first place and i'm not even trying like it doesn't feel forced it doesn't feel like it's something that i have to try so hard to get good at it just it just happens i just get on the stage and it, i just i just i just own it 
and yeah and i don't know why and i don't and 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 from that i i, I finally summoned the courage to leave dental school for music and from that point on so that was about maybe two years ago from that point on i didn't know what i was going to do with music all i know is that i wanted to do music and so it was a series of a series of trial and error just like figuring out what is it that i want to do with music what is it what i want to do with music and, and then i started making a song and i was kind of like on on, on my studio software just kind of like i i, I came up with this drum beat because i'm a drummer Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, wow, this is it sounds really nice. And then uh, I was like, maybe let's, let's try it. Let's just record it for shits and giggles and see what happens. Yeah. And then I recorded it, and it, was, it didn't feel that force. It was just like, oh, okay, that's it. Like it was one take. Yeah. And it was almost perfect. I was like, oh shit. And then, uh, and then I, I grabbed some loops, which is basically pre-recorded, like eight second long segments of, of pre-recorded guitars. Okay. And I just cycled through these loops. I was just plugging and chugging just to see cuz I didn't I wasn't a guitar player, so I was just trying to make a song with with basically Lego blocks on top of my my drums. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the beginning of the song I put in this one loop and it was it fit perfectly. Like if it, it fits so perfectly that my heart just opened up in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And I was just like wow. And then I just started doing more loops, putting more more Lego blocks, putting more blocks, and putting more. And 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 within a couple of days, I had a full song minus vocals, and I loved it. Love it. Like I I would listen to it for hours. I would listen to my own song with no vocals, just the instrumentation for hours, and I could not stop listening to it because I loved it so deeply. Mm-hmm. It was just this amazing amazing feeling. Like wow, this like I knew I know. For sure, what I what I want to do is I wanted to I want to become a musician. I want to make my own music, and not only that, but when you record your stuff, you also have to learn how to make it sound good. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was kind of diddle 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 daddling, failing a bunch of times on trying to mix the music, trying to make the music sound good because I had the drums that didn't sound good when I recorded it, and then how to make it sound good, and and then I had the tracks and I had to make it sound good, and then I had to make the tracks kind of feel like they're cohesive and that they go together and that there's no clashing going on with the sounds and when i finally finished mixing mixing it i knew that i also wanted to be a mixer too so a mixing engineer so it's twofold it's like because i'm a musician but then i also need to make my music sound good so i'm a musician and a mixer and so from that point on it just it just it just i just started making songs making songs making songs and never finishing never finishing any songs i would get close but it never felt finished and then yeah. six months, three months ago, I finally finished my first song. And lo and behold, it's a rap song. And I don't really listen to rap. I don't, it, it has no drums. It, it's, it's a rap beat. Yeah. But I, I was inspired because I was mixing my friend's, my friend's music. And he's a rapper uh, from, from Oslo, Norway. So it was Norwegian rap. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, it, it was to this beat that, that, that is not my song. We shared that beat because yeah, I, uh, and then basically he inspired me like so deeply with this rap to, to, to try it out. And, and then instantly I came up with the rhythm in my head and then I got in the front of the microphone and just kind of recorded the rhythm. And then, and then I wrote lyrics to them and then I recorded it and then I mixed it and then it just happened. Boom, 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 boom. And then it was done. Yeah. And it was like, finally, after like a year and a half of trying to finish one song, I finally finished one song. There you go. The red carpet. Right. And you sent me the, the song about a week ago, and I've listened to it uh, a couple of times, and I listened to it again today. And it, everything that you just said right there, it, it's one of the, it's like the best answers to a question maybe that I've asked so far, because like, you and I were talking right now, but I, I don't write anything down. Like when we were talking right now for the first time in, in close to probably 10 years, the last time we would have seen each other, right? So when it when it comes to like these these conversations that I've had on, on set with the, the guests on this on on the show so far, I, I really I might have like a mindset of going into the show of what how the show might go or maybe how many questions I think that would look like fill what I would feel like is a good show. But like questions and, and answers that we just kind of went through there, like 
the answer to the question that you just gave is the reason why I do this show. It's the reason why I continue to have episodes and continue to put out episodes each week because music to you is not what music means to me. Like music to you is it's, it's, it's an express, but it's also like from what I've gathered, like it's an express for you, but also you see music and you feel music differently than me. Like, you know how to mix, you know how to play instruments, you work with people, right. Who are like music is a big part of their life and you have music in your life from a very early age. Right. So it's, it's something that that's what music is for people. And, and like, for me, I'm a fan, but like you actually put out music or are going to be putting out music. We're recording this on October the 11th. This will come out next week. It'll be episode 43 of, of live on set. And when this episode drops, you will have a song out yeah. and that's, that's amazing. And it's, it's actually very meaningful to me because the amount of failures, the amount of frustration, the amount of times I wanted to quit just to make a one song. Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many times it, it, it just like just constantly this self-doubt, this self-doubt, just trying to get at me. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And, and I don't know. I don't, I didn't understand why this, that was in me, but I knew that when I listened to the music that I made, I loved it. And I could not listen to the doubt because the doubt didn't feel good. The music felt good. It felt, I felt like it was me because the first time that I, I, I actually learned how to express myself in a way that was just independent. And, and that's really what the red carpet is all about is that I, I'm not a rapper. Yeah. I can appreciate rap music and I actually want to do all forms of music, all genres of music. That's, that's, that's one of my goals because it's fun. But, but not only that rap was probably next to country, my last choice, but I got inspired. Yeah. And, and, and and well, hold on. Nothing against country music. I just mix a country song, and now I love it. It's it's actually. I was like, wow, why why did I hate country music for so long? But anyways, um, but basically, you know, it was like so much doubt. Yeah. So, but what I learned about rap and listening to people like Eminem. Yeah. Listening to people uh, like Jay Z. Listening to you know that type of music and Wiz Khalifa especially with Khalifa as well. Um, what I saw in them is what I didn't have. What it, it didn't feel like I had that, which is confidence. Like Eminem, he doesn't give a fuck. Right. It's going to be him. He's going to say whatever he wants to say and take it or leave it. And right. Here I am with self-doubt thinking, what are people going to think of my music? Right. You know, and then I, I became inspired by him because I heard right. real some shitty. And I heard The Way I Am, which is my two favorite Eminem songs yeah and the way I am it was just like wow and so I learned in a way I learned how to be confident by doing a rap song that's why I did it because because I did lack confidence in myself and I could see that these people had so much confidence in front of the microphone yeah so so I got in front of the microphone and I learned from them and, and then I, I I basically wrote lyrics that were expressing my lack of confidence like basically this need to hate other people, like, like, like fuck them and fuck the fuck people and, and all this stuff. Like people don't like me and all this stuff. Right. I, I, I wrote lyrics like that because I was dealing with lack of confidence at the time mm -hmm. I felt. And so for me to understand myself and for me to really develop confidence, I had to express that emotion, which was kind of like a, like an antagonistic approach that you see in rap music of just like fuck the world. Right. And, and, and it was like, and it was like, uh, but then, but then it allowed me to reflect back what I was doing. Cause then I was like, okay, well, if I'm saying fuck the world in the song, then how are people going to like me? Like, isn't the point of music to connect to an audience? Right. So then, so then the, the song became a lesson for me, like through the lyrics of, 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 of hating people, I learned to let go of hate or to, to learn to start appreciating people and, and not really, not really hating on people because they have a difference, but really understanding that it's not about hating people, but about connecting with people. Just right. like connected with Matt Mingus, the drummer. And I, and it changed, 
it started changing the way I approached music just just by doing it and, yeah. and feeling confident and practicing. Going back to you just mentioning those 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 artists right there, and really kind of I guess like my response to what you just said there is, if you take Jay Z and you take Eminem two of the greatest ever, right? And you take like the lyrics and their approach to it, right? Like Jay-Z and Eminem songs are, their inspirations I, I feel like are different. Their platform got bigger and bigger by every album that they put out. And they're two of the most respected, not just like people that what you identify as a fan, like as a rapper, but two of the best, like two of the, two of the best, yes, but two of the biggest like musicians of our lifetime. Yeah. And you, you, you look at just their approach to lyrics and like music is, is audio, right? And then yeah. there are people who do music videos. There are people who, who perform, but then there are people who music to them is only audio. It's not visual. So th- that, that element of, of lyrics that are in, that are in your song or, or musicians everywhere, they're painting a picture and they're telling a story with their words. And every song is different. Every song has, it could be one meaning. It could have many meanings. You could learn something like about your yourself. You could be taking a risk. And for you talking about like confidence is one thing, like you are overcoming what you felt was something that you struggled with and you were able to kind of overcome that and check off that box by using music, which is something that you has been a part of you your entire life. And you were able to achieve that. And that's, 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 a, that, that's a success story. Right. And then you, in, like you said about country too, like country, like I went to college in North Carolina. So country really became a part of my lifestyle. I, I didn't have a choice, <laughs> but it was, it was something, right. Like I had listened to like country a little bit growing up. And then uh, something that when I went to college, it wasn't like I was had zero sort of like from a fan like zero working knowledge of what country music was or who was big at the time or things like that. Right. But I just went through like in middle school and high school, like it was always all rap for me. And now I, I, I can say that with, with the exception of, of maybe a couple of people, like I've been fans of my entire life or people that kind of friends of mine that put me on certain music. I, I'm not in, I'm not into rap now as much as I was probably in, in, over the past probably like five or 10 years, like if Kendra dropped something or, or Jay-Z, Kanye, like Lil Wayne, Eminem, like if it's not some of those guys, people that I kind of grew up with that I listened to their stuff when they were out at the time, because that's the music that people were talking about when we were in school together. Like I meeting people like Joey talking about music with you today, people that I kind of met along the way when I was in college, my roommates from college were from Maryland and they were from Massachusetts and New York. And what they liked about music, yes, we had some commonalities, but there were people who, those three people I'm talking about, they all had different favorites. Like my, my roommate from Massachusetts loved Eminem. So we've talked about Eminem for hours. My, my roommate in New York, he kind of liked a little bit of everything. My roommate from, from Maryland, who's been on the show like four times, my, one of my best friends, Connor, he got me into the Foo Fighters and Nirvana and Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and so many different things, right? Elements of music that I probably knew who those bands were when we were in school together, but I might've known, I know Pearl Jam's Even Flow was on Guitar Hero 3. I know Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit because it was the song of the nineties, but then elements of, of bands that might've been before our lifetime or those, some of those bands that put out music today. And some of those bands, obviously that ended prematurely, like there's no reason why our favorite band can't be bands that were before our lifetime or before our prime. And there's no, there's no, we're not limited to what our, our, our fanhood is because we could, what we're on, what we're inspired by today, we could be inspired by something different tomorrow, but that commonality is, is the music, right? So it's, this is great. Yeah. But uh, I like what you said so much about the lyrics, right? Because you obviously, I guess here's here's a question that I want to ask, and this could be because maybe you on the mixing side, right? Because you have your own music, right? You help out other people with their music and and, and the story that they want to tell. But when you're making a beat, do you have like in your mind what you're looking for, or what is your kind of process to kind of get going with that? Because like the beat, like like the foundation of a song, right? Like the pulse of it. Yeah. So basically, it's not my beat. Surprise. But basically what happened was is that my friend, the Norwegian rapper, right? Yeah. He found that he found this beat 
on YouTube for non not for profit. So like anyone can use it. Okay. To rap or to, to make your own music, put on Spotify, you can do whatever you want with this beat. So he found this beat. And then he wrote lyrics to it. And then he recorded it and he was like, Hey, check out this song. Uh, can you mix it for me? And I was like, Yeah, let me check it. Yeah, I'll do it for you. You're you're an awesome guy. So then I listened to it and I heard his rap. And that's how I became inspired to rap because I was like, dude, like, can I, can I join in on this song? Can I do a verse? And he was like, yeah, you can do a verse. So I started, I started recording a verse for the song because I was going to do it with him. And, yeah. and, and I finished it, everything, and I mixed it and, every, and everything. And when I was done, then he, he, put on his, he put on only his stuff on Spotify and didn't let me know about it. Wow. So, so it was like I did I did the whole verse and I was like excited and I felt really confident. And then and then he already posted the song on Spotify without my mixing or without without uh, my verse, just his stuff. Unmixed basically. And yeah. you know, of course it's kind of a, it feels like a dagger to the back, but like at the same time it's like, well, maybe not. And so I didn't really take it to heart, like take it personally, but I I I learned to to let go of that and, and just kind of understand that like still like i have this i what, what can i do with this well maybe i can make my own song and I, so i asked him i was like hey can i use this beat for for the song because i already had he already listened to my part and he was like yeah there you go and I, but not, not only that but i also added my own elements to the beat like there's some extra stuff that i added because it sounded a little um empty um, and so I added some loops into into the song, so it's not completely unoriginal, but it's I wouldn't say it's enough for me to take credit. And I and I actually thank whoever I don't know who I even tried to find the artist because I wanted to get the stems, I wanted to get all the different aspects of it, so that I can have more control over the mix. But it was literally only one song file, so I had mixed the whole beat with just one song file that had so many different dynamic ranges, like very loud bass small uh subtle to guitar stuff and it was it was very challenging for me um to mix that song because of that but i i learned you know through that just kind of like understanding rap and understanding the beat and then making it and then now my next goal or one of my goals is to learn how to make a beat uh, probably through studio one or something learn how to yeah. make a beat and and have my own song that is also my own beat so it's kind of like paving the way for inspiration right no, I love that. It's, it's, you, you've gotten your start and now you have the mindset to really just the, the, the possibilities are endless. Like it, it goes back to what our inspirations can be, but you have that mindset going in. And as a musician, you adapt on the fly and technology like changes, right? So the, 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 the beats that you work on and the music that you're, you're able to, uh, when you're ready to release it, right. That could be completely different than what you work on next month, next year down the line. And I, I think the one thing that I, I definitely want to make sure that I ask is with people without costumes and, and the song that we're recording this a week in advance, but the song that's been out for a couple of days, cause this will drop on the 18th of, of October. The one, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the one question I, I want to ask is, was there something that went into why you wanted to drop it on October the 15th? Is there, is there a reason why you said the time is now? Yes. And it also comes back to confidence issues and self-doubt because okay. I finished the song three months ago or about three months ago. And then I would love it. I loved it. I listened to it for hours. Right. But then my mind started coming in and the doubt started coming in the perfectionist in me started coming in oh like this mix it doesn't like this is kind of too sensitive for the ears and right. this is a little to this and this is a little to that and then i would go and i would remix the song or try to enhance the mix and 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 it sounded it may have sounded better but it didn't feel better so even though i had a more perfect mix it didn't feel like the epicness of of the original one that i did and then, and so I was like, I started thinking and I was like, okay, like I was starting to reflect on that and kind of being like, okay, then what is music about? Is it about being perfect or is it about the way you make people feel and the way I feel? 
And so I started using that as a, as a guidance, as a navigation point of just kind of trying to understand music because the, because the, the, the self doubt and the lack of confidence for me mostly comes from the perfectionist in me. I'm yeah. very, 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 like very articulate, very, uh, want things my way, like perfect to the point where it becomes, it becomes not useful. It becomes way, it just destroys everything. And right. so I did like two or three or four times I, I i tried to remix that song throughout three months and every single time i failed even though it sounded better i failed at the feeling of it each time i tried to remix it and i, and I just basically through realizing that finally the last mix i did that didn't work even though it was better i just gave up i was like no this is it like i now know for sure like the reason i can't because when I first wrote it and when I first mixed it and I first sang it, I, 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 I made sure that I mixed, practiced, recorded in a way that it felt done. Like when yeah. I finished the, the song, when I first originally recorded it, it felt done in my body. It felt done. And then my, my doubt over the course of my, uh, three months tried to persuade me that it wasn't done. And it would try to do so with this feeling of, of lack of confidence or self-doubt. But then I, it, I would always bring me back. I'll listen to it, the original track. And it was, it felt done. Yeah. And I was, all right. I was like, I was like, all right, you know, it's time. It's time to release it. And, and out of that, like when I, when I made the decision to finally to release it, to let go of perfectionism, I felt like this joy in my heart, like, like right. start my musical career, like for real. Yeah, I'm gonna bring out and I and I paid for it. I already had it set up too. Like I already I already went on TuneCore and I already put my song in and I already had the album art and I already have the name of the band in the song in everything perfectly. I've been I was sitting on that for like a month and a half, <laughs> and it wasn't done. <laughs> then I just literally logged in, put it in my debit card, and press submit, and that was it. That was it. <laughs> I love it. I I think that the timeline of of you going through and 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 starting from from zero and and getting to the final product that you have now for this song and then you have that that creativity and and that mindset to continue this pursuit of what your dream is and and you're living your dream and 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 just one testament of that is going to be when when this song is out and you'll be able to show the world your music and you've been able to not only come on the show and talk about it, but you've been able to provide a like an answer and like a, a belief in me listening to you talking today, and then me being able to be a fan of your music and then continue to listen to your music. You've been able to me as kind of like a host of this show, just feel like this is one of the best shows I've had. I mean, I, I it, it's so rare that I can talk to someone about something that means something to them, right? But then also talk to someone that is doing something in like the element of like that, that pop culture world like you are doing with music and then having the person I'm talking to, right? Talk about how much that means to them and they're achieving that is it's, it's the whole reason why I do this show. Like, this is incredible. Like this, this song is going to go out. You're going to be able to see what people think about it. And you're going to be able to keep, keep on keeping on basically, which, which is amazing. Like there's no one else who's been on this show. That's been able to say that they're doing like what you're doing right now. I don't know anyone else that's doing that. And uh, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I'm so glad we could talk about this today, and and uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing um, how you feel like the the, the music uh, will be received. And it's it's amazing, honestly. And and congrats to you. And 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 I, I can't wait for to see what else comes out. Well, what else comes out after this is spoiler alert. It won't be a rap. It will be a duo song. It'll be two songs that are like yin and yang, left and right, up and down. They're like, they complement each other. Okay. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a duo release. Um, I'm, I hope I can get it out 
on Halloween, October 31st. But I can't. I learned to that I can't rush the the musical process. Right. So we'll see when the release date is. But it will it will not be a rap. It will be two songs, and they will go hand in hand. Well, you heard it here first, listeners of the show. If you found this episode because uh, you are a fan of people without costumes, you're a fan of Brian. Or if you've been listening to the show from the beginning, or you find this episode a, a week down the line, a month down the line, a year down the line, listen to the music that people without costumes that my friend Brian puts out. And and hopefully this, this episode and you hearing Brian talk about what music means to him and, and why he wanted to start music, his, his history with music as a whole uh, will keep you listening to, to Brian and the music that um, he puts out. One question, Brian, that I always ask at the at, towards the end of every episode is, tell me what you're looking forward to. It can be people without costumes. It can be anything in the world, but tell me what you're looking forward to before I, I, I thank you and close out the episode. I'm looking forward to two things. On one hand, I'm about to have a baby on November 11th. Yep. Or whatever. And with my fiance, Kristen. And that woman has just radically helped me overcome all of these challenges time and time and time again we would conquer our doubts together we would conquer these things together we would learn how to how to love each other and how to love the music and how to how to really support each other and right before i came onto this show she because she's in sarasota right now and i'm in orlando yeah she messaged me on instagram and she was like i hope you do well on your show like with you and it was just like wow you know like to really feel actually truly feel supported by the woman that i want to have a family with that i'm going to have a baby with yeah and the rest of my life with is you know it's just it's just amazing for me it's just something that like there's so many times i wanted to quit and now that i'm i'm you know we're about to have a baby and quit with music and all this all this quitting and and self-doubt and all this, all this stuff. And it's just like, finally, we're going to have a family. And finally, right. also, this this song is about to be released, something that I've been trying to do for so long. And and not only that, but it's, so, it's just a testament to who I am as a person. This song is just a testament to who I am because, because it's very ironic. The lyrics are very ironic because it's the exact opposite of what I mean. Yeah, literally, if you look at the lyrics, just think the exact opposite, and that's the way I feel for the audience—the exact opposite of the lyrics. And that's why I wanted to do this show so that people can like look at the lyrics, kind of like like formulate their own idea, and then come into the show and really understand that that who I am as a musician and as a person is I'm very unexpected, I'm very ironic. What you think I'm going to do, I do the opposite. And, yeah, and and that's that's my music in a nutshell. Is what I learned from Dance Kevin Dance, is that for me, it's all about the unexpected. It's all about what you may you may think something, but in the end, it's it's not that. It's not. And and that's what the song is to me. It's 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 an adventure, and it's a and it's albeit a short one. Yeah. So 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 that's why it's kind of ironic for me because my first single is a short song. So, <laughs> you know, but then at the same time, and then the lyrics are short too. So basically what I'm looking forward to, to answer your question and sum it up is, is to raise a family with my woman, Kristen Anderson, and my son, Leo Dale, and to drop this single out to my top dreams, 1A and 1B. There you go bringing it full circle. No, that was, this has been incredible, Brian. It was so good to have this conversation with you and be able to do it on set and have it be not only one of my favorite conversations that I've had so far with anyone on the show for the three and a half seasons I've been doing this, but then also uh, have it be the next one that comes out. It works perfect for the, the timeline of the first song, the red carpet, people without costumes coming out October 15th, this episode, episode 43 of live on set, We'll drop on Mondays as always, but this coming Monday, October the 18th. And I, I can't wait to see where music takes you, where uh, a place that I can go ahead. Red carpet, baby. Yeah. Red carpet. That's Let's go. I'm, that's why I wrote this song because, because 
I just feel it in my heart. Not yeah. an arrogant thing, but it's just something that I, I, I just know. And, and because that's why I'm here too, because you're an audience member. You, you're the people that I'm singing to. So yeah. like the reason I'm doing this is to express myself, number one. And number one B is, is to connect with an audience. Right. And to really, really, really use the music as a way of, of inspiring people and helping people. And, and, and for me, the red carpet, this song is like a, like a call out for myself that only I can stop myself right. from going to the red carpet. Only I can do that. Only my self-doubt. Because every time I have conquered my self-doubt, I have experienced more love for the music and that love that love it it it's it just synonymous with the red carpet yeah and that's why i'm meeting with my first song the red carpet because it's, it's it's my it's my oath to myself that only i can stop myself yeah from getting there no just so well put and the red carpet is is just the beginning and i'm glad we could share this conversation and have it like i said have it on set and I can't wait to see what's next. So everyone who's listening to this episode, like I said earlier, when we were talking about Brian's music and, and, and where that musical journey is, is starting with the red carpet and wherever people without costumes will take him. If you find this episode the day it drops, or you find it a week down the line, a month down the line, a year down the line, check out people without costumes, check out Brian's music, listen to this story today. Hopefully it inspires you to begin whatever you feel is, is, is your calling and be able to, to know that whatever it is you're passionate about, it's just one, one step away. And, and that's the one thing that uh, I think Brian articulated so well today. And like I say, with every episode that I've had so far, and, and, and honestly, this episode, perhaps the best example of it, I grew up with Brian. Uh, we're, we're both in our, our, our late twenties and we went to elementary school together and high school together. And I have learned things about Brian that I did not know before the show started. I, there are elements of Brian that I knew a little bit of, of, cause we went to the same schools and I know, I remember wrestling from, from high school, but I did not know how much music meant to him. And I, I'm just for the listeners out there that have followed me, have followed this show have heard Brian's message today. If you have something you're passionate about, do it. It's the reason why I started the podcast. It's the reason why Brian puts out this music. It's the reason why we find elements of life that we are passionate about and we cling to, and it takes us through the good, the bad, and the ugly. So thank you so much to Brian. People Without Costumes, the red carpet, it's out now. Thank you so much for listening. That is a wrap on episode 43 of Live On Set. Live On Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, much love. See you next week.